Welcome to another week of personal finance at the University of Houston. We should be streaming live on Facebook and YouTube now. The Zoom meeting is open. Uh, looks like we're currently experiencing a slight technical difficulty. It looks like we're mirroring our camera. Let me see if I can fix that. Zoom, preferences, go, mirror, there we go. That should fix it. Now let me jump in here and see if I can. Sorry about that. I am uh, working on a little tweak. Let's see how that looks in Zoom. Okay, so now I'm facing that way and we have a good screen. So let's see, we've got some folks waiting to get in. Let me admit. Admit. Everybody's in. Okay, welcome everyone who just joined me on Zoom. And welcome to everyone who's watching and YouTube. Um, should be streaming live. It looks like we have a good solid signal. So welcome. This is personal finance at the Bauer College of Business, University of Houston. Um, I'm hoping you can hear me. If anybody could just put something in the chat. Ray, Gunner, good to see you guys. Could you unmute yourself? Just put a chat answer in if you would. Yes, yes, you can hear me. Awesome. Okay, man, we're wrapping it up. So I want to jump right in, but I think I should wait just a minute. Um, I'm going to assume, though, because the trend seems to be that most of the students are actually watching this video this, um, after the fact, which is, which is great. Um, so let me just kind of set the table as we get really close to wrapping up. I want to kind of announce that um, <clears throat> this assignment, the capstone assignment, is typically worth 50 points. So if you uh, come late to the video, you will miss that. Hopefully you'll see it in Blackboard, though. So I promised a few students who were str struggling to keep up with the pace. Uh, I told them early on I would give them some opportunity for extra credit. What I've decided to do in this 50 points, that's basically the equivalent of one weekly assignment. So I'm adding 50 points to give those students who are struggling to keep up uh, an opportunity to earn a few extra points. I'll talk about how you can earn those points in this assignment in this session. Let me just mention that last week, if you noticed, your assignment included 100 points, which is essentially extra credit. So for the you are doing a great job probably primarily because you're taking advantage of the opportunity to turn the assignment in early, therefore getting extra points and some feedback in the event that you missed something. So for those of you who are thinking about taking this course next semester, you video, uh, it's one of the big kind of carrots in this course is that I ask you to commit to turning your assignments in on Friday. They're actually due on Tuesday. So if you turn them in on Friday before Tuesday, that gives me a chance to spend more time reviewing the assignment to make corrections and still get the extra points. So again, 
for the A students who are with us who have done that this semester you should be in really good shape and you are still going to get the benefit of the extra points that we're throwing on the capstone simply because this is summer school and I've discovered that um, it's it's pretty challenging for you to, um, I'm not sure I'll do this in the summer again it's just too much for a summer course to cram it in but at any rate we've gotten this far so I want to do everything I can do to help you get your A because I know how important it is to you to have an A it's not important to me what's important to me is that you learn finance and that's why we've spent the entire semester building your financial plan and this assignment the capstone assignment is where it all comes together where you get to go through your financial plan and each of the components each of the elements that you've built into your plan throughout the semester and in the capstone assignment most of you won't have to do any back and review each of the data cards that are in your plan so that's what I'm going to do in this assignment or this review, this Zoom uh, session, is I'm going to go through a plan. I'm going to pick a plan, just go through it, and show you exactly what I'm looking for when I review your So that's what we're going to do today. It's 10.06 a.m. Let's roll. So first of all, uh, there are four goals in this capstone assignment, and th this will be reflected in your Blackboard assignment, so you don't have to take notes here. It will be in Blackboard. Uh, again, 250 points. Instead of 200 points, I'm adding an extra 50 points just to help the students who have been struggling. I appreciate your work. I appreciate the effort you've put in. I certainly appreciate the fact that many of you are working and trying to do this course in addition to your work and that's I, one thing I never did in college was take summer school. I always worked. I tried to catch up on my bills in the summertime. I paid for my own college. So earning my grade and earning a paycheck at the same time all through college and I got married and had a baby and so when you tell me that you work and you didn't you know and I appreciate that I think it's a uh, so bottom line is your grade is not nearly as important to me as it is to you but because it's important to you I want to do everything I can to get a good grade but what is important to me, what's most important to me, the reason I do this course is because I believe you can learn what you need to learn about personal finance and managing money in a very short period of time if you go through the steps that we do throughout this course. Each assignment in this course goal, as you know, is to become a millionaire by the time you're 50. So we create a financial plan, a comprehensive financial plan, so that you can experience each of the financial plan. And so that's what we're going to review today. That's what your capstone is all about. I don't expect you to be an expert at this point, but what I do hope is that you can begin to think like a CFP. What does that mean? To think like a CFP. So I'm a certified financial planner. It, it's, a, it's a lot of work to get to the point where you're an actual certified financial planner, but it's not as much work to get to the point where you can think like a certified financial planner and that's one of my goals in this course is to help you begin to think like a certified financial planner to think uh, for yourself in terms of the decisions that you make in the context of your financial life so the context of your financial life the context of this capstone assignment 
the context of your financial plan is not just this semester, this semester in terms of your financial future, for the most part. There are some things you can start to do today, but what this capstone helps you do is think through some of the after you graduate how you can set up your budget and how you can set up your financial plan in a systematic way so that you take advantage of things like the perfect investment which we've gone over times and the four investment strategies that are designed to maximize returns and minimize risk you can start doing that as soon as you get that job on perfect investment with four investment strategies designed to help you maximize returns and minimize risk at the same time these strategies work and so your mind in your in your head understanding asset allocation just a little bit the difference between a large cap a small cap a mid cap a bond these are things you're so we're planting seeds today in your capstone assignment as you go back and complete this assignment you'll be reviewing everything we covered in the semester and you'll have seeds again I don't expect you to be an expert as you'll see when we review the plan I'm not looking for your your capstone assignment to demonstrate that you're a perfect financial planner there's no such thing as a perfect financial plan there's tons of wiggle room what I'm looking for what I need you to help me see is that you and so when we go through when you do your capstone assignment you're going to describe define and describe the essential elements of your plan you're just going to give me a couple comments over each of the data already things like the credit crush assignment where you went in and said hey if I pay this high interest loan off first how does it move the you just copy and paste if you already did it but if you didn't do it if you didn't get it if you had trouble with it please take a minute go back and spend a minute of your financial plan the credit crush part was probably next to investments it's one of the most important and popular and interesting and eye-opening pieces of this process so that's just one example um, so you're going to do that. You're just going to give me a little to be a book, just a paragraph that says, hey, this is a picture of my plan, a screenshot. Here's what I did. Here's what I learned. Boom. Go on to the next one. So create a capstone report to illustrate your financial plan. You'll do that throughout as you each of the data cards, just like you've already done. So here's something that I've added though number four is demonstrate your understanding of cash flows in your plan and here's what I mean by that three things that are that are going you're going to want to do to demonstrate to me that you understand what terms of the cash flows so when I review your plan when I review my own plans that I'm building for clients it's never done in a section what that plan has going on in the background. So I'm going to show you that in just a minute in a plan. But I wanted to just mention it. So we're looking for detailed expenses, pre-retirement, detailed, not just a number, many, you know, deduct points. But you need a detailed expense built into your plan. I'll show you that in a minute. Uh, investment distributions, again, that's part of your cap. Where is the money coming from? Many of you, when you do your uh, retirement probability analysis, it shows that you've got $20 million in you know not great <laughs> especially if you don't understand it so you have gotta jump into your cash flows and I'll show you how to do that just to see where's all that money coming from at the end of the plan now that you tweaked a few things and you have this huge amount of money at the end of your plan doesn't mean I'm gonna deduct you for it it just means I want you to know 
what's going on in your plan surplus. And you won't know that if you don't jump into your cash flow and see where that money's coming from. So the detailed expense, the investment distribution, impacting your probability of success. So again, there's no right, I, I want your plan to not be a failing plan. When you do your capstone, if your plan absolutely fails, you need because your capstone assignment is a reflection of 25 years or so. So, so actually more than that. The plan it, it, that I'm looking for in your capstone is how are you going to retire with dignity? Like what does that look like in your life? And to do that you're going to have some expenses and these are all work. So there's no right answer but your guesswork has to be more accurate than some of your guesswork is. And when I say guesswork I mean how much and taxes and insurance and shopping and food and rent or mortgage and taxes if I already said taxes. So all of those things spent, those are things that make a huge difference moving forward 25, 30, 40 years. And so I want you to do a little research and make sure you understand the cost of living and that's part of your plan. And so when you have, when you go look at your plan and you see inflows and outflows that are just, just inaccurate, I want you to identify those and just explain them a little bit. So that's about, that's about it. Let's see what else we have. Um, so again, the essential elements, you're going to have a balance sheet. And again, this is all in Blackboard, so you don't need to, and I'm not going to spend a time going over it, uh, but this is, we've already, I've already done a review video to kind of give you a heads up uh, preview of what's in this capstone assignment. So I'm just scrolling through the elements in your capstone assignment and the report that you're going to submit to me. Uh, so then the final element, I'll just mention that, I've asked you in the in the past, early in this semester, what's your definition of a financial plan? So this week, um, as you complete the course, as you finish your capstone, this is where I'm going to ask you again to give me your definition. Would you explain what is a financial plan? You've got a little more experience now, you've done some work, you've built your capstone, you've built your financial plan using our powerful online planning portal, and so now it all fits together. Tell me what's your definition, what do you think, how would you describe a financial plan? Is it something you want to have? Is a financial plan, now that you have a different understanding of what it is, is a financial plan something that can help anyone who wants to do a better job managing money. I think it is. I hope you do too. What you've learned this semester in the context of what is a financial plan. So that's the final piece. So now I'm going to jump over into a plan. I think I'm in, let's see. So you can see here that um, Billy's plan has a high probability of success, 91%, but $1 million at the end of the plan, which is a ridiculous number. So something's not right in Billy's plan. So let's just start with, we're in the retirement analysis, okay? So you know how to get there, um, and we're in the analysis. So let's just first jump over to cash flows and see what we see. I'm not sure, I haven't, I've just been, I haven't memorized it by any means. So total inflows, if you see that, total inflows, that's income. 
or any, it's probably income. Let's click on total inflows. That's not a hyperlink. So 172 grand with expenses of 125. So let's start there. Total outflows 168. So Billy's plan is growing net worth. That's good, but it looks like he's growing it really more than uh, more than is reasonable. So let's look at the expenses. Um, well, first, let's go to the analysis, and let's just see what Billy did to uh, change. Remember, when you scroll down on the analysis, this, these action items, this is really the powerful engine of if there's one place in your financial plan where you get to just push a lot of levers and dials and see how it moves the needle, this is where you want to do that. So this is a cool part to do that, a cool place to do that. So in Billy living expenses. So his current plan shows 7500 but Billy must have come in here and tweaked it. So let's just see what happens. Oh, and look at that. 73, do you think Billy and Sally really want to retire at 73? So if I'm reviewing this plan, I'm going to be like, Make sure, Billy, if this is your better dadgum, tell me why in the world you guys are thinking about retiring at 73. Otherwise, what I'm going to think is you just came in here and started moving things around until you, yeah, but you missed the whole point of understanding what the plan can help you think through in terms of your life and your decisions and your choices. And when you retire is obviously a really big choice. So I think Billy must have been playing around with this. Let's just go um, tweak that and see what happens. So instead of 73, let's go to, come on, my iPad is not giving me the kind of responsiveness that I need. So I just changed it to 67. So now I'm going to hit refresh. Let's see what that does to the plan. It goes from 91% to 91%. It didn't really change anything. Oh because I changed the expenses at the same time. So let's put the expenses back where, let's put, I'll put them at seven grand. I think that's what they were before. So I'm just doing the same thing you're gonna do in your plan, and you're playing around with your plan. So, oh, and here's another thing. I'm gonna use current allocation. So basically I'm going in Billy's plan and I'm, I'm gonna say, okay, this is what he had set up at the beginning, I believe. This is what Billy's plan was before Billy went in and tried to uh, juice the numbers, if you will. So, yeah, now you see Billy has a 1% probability of success. And what did he change? He changed the current allocation. So he probably changed, let's go back to the current strategy on Social Security. So these are all of the elements in your retirement plan, in your retirement analysis, that will move the needle in your in your outcome in the end of your plan so these are this is a great place to go in and and tweak things so if I saw this plan at 1% probability of success I'd be like wow Billy I think you did a good job this is the reality your current allocation is probably pretty I don't even know we could go in you know how to go in and look at the investment allocation and see what he has we could go into the investment and we could say, okay, it's moderate. So the current plan is moderate, and we could move that. Um, we could change to, uh, let's change it to growth and see what happens. 
then we could go back to the retirement analysis and see what that what that does or we could just go to the retirement and the analysis this is the way I would do it this way I would encourage you to do it and just go down to the action items and say let's go from the current to growth and let's just see what that one thing does and that's hopefully going to give us a better uh, probability of success it does it gives us a 67 percent probability of success so that's asset allocation we also have tax allocation which is something we're going to look at and that really tends to move the needle on distributions making your distributions more tax efficient which trust me it makes a difference in terms of your cash flows but I just wanted to kind of highlight this screen this page the central engine of your financial plan where you can do the most damage <laughs> actually this is where you can do the most uh, helpful kind of pushing buttons and moving levers to see how it moves the needle and this is where I want you to just kind of make sure you're comfortable um, giving putting some information in now I want to point out again uh, expenses so if we go I think we don't two things your budget uh, now I didn't really I didn't require you to link your accounts but you do need to show me a budget so whatever number you're going to have in your financial plan in terms of expenses those expenses that number that one number that is your total annual expenses that should be based on a budget that should be based on a detailed list of expenses and expense categories so one way to do that is if you're in this plan it's a super cool tool it's linking your credit card so that this the software takes each of the transactions and creates a cash flow for you it's it's I, to the penny it's fantastic so if you've ever heard of mint.com this is the same technology with the same bank level encryption uh, and security but again I didn't require you to do that because I know some students feel like they don't want to that they're afraid of um, you know data breaches and whatnot and so I don't want to poo-poo that fear but I'm telling you this is bank level encryption it's like mint.com and it's a powerful powerful tool for budgeting but if you didn't do that if you choose not to do that you need to do that yourself whether you're using mint.com or the app that you bank you know it could be a Bank of America Wells Fargo that data gives you your you know last month's spending the problem with last month's spending for you is it's going to be very different from your spending in five years and so what I really what I am requiring is not so much that you give me an accurate reflection of your current cash flows you need that you need that and you need to show me that but that's not what's going to really impact your plan so let me show you what we're going to do to impact your plan when I go to profile and I go to expenses you see here monthly expenses for Billy when I tap on that Billy has currently a simple approach and he's just put that number in and what I need Billy to do, what I need you to do, pay attention, this is important. If you're going to get the extra 50 points, you got to do this. This is one of those elements that you have to do. You have to give me a detailed worksheet 
of your expenses. So that shows your expense categories. And you can add categories in your plan, but you need to show me a good list of all of the expense categories that are part of real life uh, cost of living. Things like rent, mortgage, taxes, insurance, gasoline, dining out, internet, all of that, the more accurate, the less likely you'll get a deduction. So if I jump into your plan, like Billy's plan, and I see when I go to retirement, if I see that you've got 100% probability of success with $50 million or $20 million left over at the end of the plan, the first thing I'm going to do is jump into your expenses. And I'm going to be looking to see what was your detailed list. Did you miss some big things and clearly just not get the cash flow, the importance of cash flow in your plan? So that's to get the 50 extra points, you're going to have to prove to me that you understand what's going on in your plan with respect to cash flow. And it starts with your expenses. So if you get that right, uh, you should be good. Okay, I just found out I'm... Okay, I got a little error flash up, but I think it was a local error. Hopefully we're, we're still streaming. So at any rate, expenses are critical. So um, I'm, uh, again, cash flows, jump into cash flows. There's a couple of ways you can look at cash flows. One is just a summary. That's a great way to do it, where it shows each of these, these columns that will uh, give you plenty of information for your plan and you can jump in and dive a little deeper if you're curious but you can see in this plan uh, Billy's his net flows you see his net flows but I like to go to net worth and see how that's going and you'll see that net worth is all the way to the right no all the way to the right yeah all the way over to the right you can see what the uh, net worth is. And it looks like lots of loans in Billy's plan that haven't been paid off. So, uh, go back to analysis. I thought he had an excess at the end. It says he has an excess. So I would have to jump into this cash flow and figure out, okay, he's got an excess. Why is that? That's what I want you to do in your plan. Where's that excess $10 million? Where is that? Um, so do that for the extra 50 points. If you're Billy, you're not Billy. I've created this plan just for show and tell. And I, I'm not going to spend any time jumping into it right now. I'm just showing you what I'm looking for when I review your capstone. So. I could go into your plan directly and start to figure things out, but I typically won't have time to do that. Speaking of timing, I want to talk about timing as we wrap this up. So uh, this, this assignment, uh, the capstone assignment, is going to be posted in Blackboard today, uh, but its due date is two weeks. So we will have a two-week due date on this assignment. The reason that's important to me is because I'm going on vacation at the end of, well, actually not at the end of the week, Thursday morning. I'm going to get in my Lexus with my beautiful bride, Connie, and I, and we're going to do something we love to do, which is drive. 
We're going to drive to Kentucky where we will meet our family from Michigan and our family in Kentucky. We will be at the lake at Barron River Reservoir in Bowling Green, near Bowling Green, Kentucky. So I'm super excited about that. And I will not be, well, I'll be checking my email and obviously my phone. Um, but I'm not going to be getting back to too many people while I'm at the lake. So beware. Um, you will uh, you will get, I'll be back in my office a week from this Friday. So when I'm back in my office, I'm hoping that that Friday that I'm back in the office, I'll be able to jump in the queue. And if you did your assignment early, then I'll be able to give you some feedback. If you're missing something or if there's a deduction, you know, uh, I will deduct the points, leave you some comments about what you need to fix, and you'll have an in, you know another week to fix it. Now, if you don't turn your assignment in by Friday next week, uh, not this Friday. This Friday, I'm not even going to be looking at my queue. So you'll have, typically, you know, you get the extra points by turning it in Friday, which is a few days earlier than Tuesday. But this week, this assignment, it's got a two-week uh, due date, and I'm not even going to be in my office or in, I'm not going to check my queue this Friday. So you're welcome to turn it in by this Friday, but don't expect any feedback from me because I'm not going, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be uh, jumping into the queue in Blackboard. But I will the following week, which still gives you, you know, more time to get the assignment done. That, that gives you, you know, a week from this Friday means it's, you've got, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday morning it's due. So you've got several days that gives me several days to give you feedback, gives you several days to make corrections if needed. So um, there will be no extra points. Like if you turn this in early, don't expect extra points. You're already getting 250 points on this assignment. So um, if you send me an email asking about why you didn't get your extra points, I'm going to delete that email because that's a question that I don't want to have to answer because I just answered that question. So listen, I want to wish you the very best uh, success in your capstone assignment and I want to encourage you to spend a little time um, this is not going to be a difficult assignment for most of you now if you're struggling in the course then this is the assignment where you're gonna have to put in a little extra effort because it's a lot of points um, and I don't I'll be happy to answer any questions if you want to post them in the zoom chat right now but I'm wrapping it up and I would say also that uh, there are an additional 200 points coming your way for class participation. Most of you have done a fantastic job this semester posting your comments as we go through the course. And so there should be no real problems. Now, if you haven't posted any comments uh, and you're missing several assignments, uh, you're going to get a big deduction on class participation. So expect that. And if you're one of those students who's missed more than two assignments, um, I'm going to deduct the class participation. And then I'm going to tell you, if you want to contest that, send me screenshots of all the comments you've made throughout the semester. So that's something I announced early on. Uh, but most of you 
you'll just get the 200 points because you've done the assignments as we've gone along and you've not missed any major things and your capstone will be a good indicator as well of how much you learned this semester so I hope this course has been uh, helpful and productive for you I believe it can be tremendously valuable for the rest of your life in terms of learning how to manage money in a responsible and effective way so becoming a millionaire by age 50 is is the big idea the big goal and I know you can do it it's not even that hard if you just do the things that you learned to do this semester uh, like that perfect investment and learning those four investment strategies and paying attention to your expenses and paying attention to your credit and, and being smart about how you pay off credit with the goal of being debt free those are the basic things and if you think through the three laws of personal finance and go back and review those three laws of personal finance they set the table they're the, the big ideas inside the big idea and I want to wish you the very best I wish we could have been able to be together uh, in class but um, maybe I'll get to meet you on campus next semester I hope we can stay in touch uh, always feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn Jim Munchback Munchback has an H on the end I love to connect LinkedIn is my favorite social media so that's about it for now I'm gonna check comments and see if we've got any questions I don't see any questions I'll be looking for questions and comments on the Facebook video and the YouTube video but I'm not in those platforms at the moment so I'm gonna wrap it up it's 1035 a.m. and this is the final lesson uh, the final zoom meeting for our course in personal finance for the summer session of 2021 so this is me signing off but I'll still be around if you need help if you have questions, if I need to do another tutorial video along the way, I'll be happy to do that. But I will be on vacation next week. So I'll see you soon. Take care and have a great week. And good luck on your capstone assignment.